0: Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome to another Minecraft podcast episode on this glorious day. Uh, uh, I, you know, I like to say kind of like what it looks like, just so people get a visual. And it's it's actually it's it's June. These air about two weeks after I actually do them, but it's June and it's raw and it's just it's just how summer is in northern Vermont. And honestly, I love it. I love it. Neither my husband and I are huge like scorchy heat people but i'm not that affected by the weather too much but it's just kind of snuggly is the whole point i even made chicken homemade chicken noodle soup yesterday which is usually a fall or winter thing but it was just anyway that was my simple pleasure so uh my name is kimberly quinn and today what i really like to talk about is the real life dining room you know and um you might be like what's she talking about well i think that home decorating is uh is a, a, you know, a creative outlet for self-expression. I also think that the summer can be for, just like for a myriad of other reasons we've been talking about, the summer is an easier time in general to sort of, you know, do a lot of projects, make some, lean into some healthy habits, because the days are longer. You know, the days are longer. Well, it depends on which side of the earth you live on, I guess. Um, But for many of us, the days are longer, It's warmer. If you live in anywhere in the North, as much as I love winter, you you get a little bit of a breather from shoveling. You're not going into work in the dark and getting home from work in the dark. You know, it's just easier to start some stuff. And, uh, you know, veggies are in season grilling. It's a good way that you, you can start running again. You know, it's just easier for a lot of things. And I think that's also true for making changes to the house. You know, you can do cool things with gardens for sure, which you obviously can't do in the winter, not outside anyway. And, uh, I've been doing a lot of that. We've we've got a beautiful uh. I actually did that a couple years ago. I've just updated it. Like a, it's kind of like a zigzaggy pl- plant shelf. It's about almost I'm five foot nothing. It's almost as tall as me, and uh, we've got some uh, some um. Uh, what are those irises? I don't even know what they are, but they're beautiful. And we did that. And throwing some paint on a wall can be a really super uh, cheap and inexpensive way to. Uh, make some changes, you know, and certainly getting rid of stuff in the summer, I think is easier spring and summer. So anyway, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Sarah Bunbredneck because she's, she does in her book, Simple Abundance, she just, her whole June thing is kind of about what we're talking about. And it all with, you know, the self-expression with making changes to the house. And if you're on a budget, like most people, certainly we are, um, there are ways to do things that aren't putting you know a whole addition on. We did make bit pretty big changes to our kitchen two years ago now, actually after I mean, after waiting like thirty no, maybe not thirty but twenty something. But now we're just doing like little things, and she talks about in praise of the real life dining room. And we've got one of those, you know, in fact, when people come over right away, I'll say, you know, if some people apologize for the house and apologize for this and that, I don't do that because why we live here and it's, it's not a museum. (laughs) And so our upstairs is probably my favorite part of the house. I'm actually up here now in the living room and our living room and dining room is just, it's a wide open. There's no barrier except for the floor changes. So you kind of, you, you get the message when you step into the kitchen that you're in a new spot and uh, amazing. Sean, the amazing put in some actually brought in trees from outside and they're now the support You know the supports in the kitchen. So it has this really rustic look with some gondolas, some ski pictures, but it's completely simplified. And so I thought this might be a good talk to have today because, you know, I've been, you know talking about essentialism in the way of the essentialist and we can bring this essentialism idea into anything in our life and our relationships you know my husband and kids are certainly my essentials right and then you know the first string as far as chosen family and all that and i'm starting to do that with which which is this is definitely more of a work in progress so i'm humbly admitting to you that i'm working on this right now too and that's going through room by room and getting rid of stuff And I'm not a pack rat, but I'm married to rat Um Anyway, so, so we're talking about dining rooms today. And I just want to describe to you how simple ours is. And it's got a big harvest table. Again, a couple of ski pictures on the wall. And it's got, we changed the color schemes. It's like a light gray blue, almost like a, um, well, depending on where you were, the ocean, I guess. Very light. And it's got subtle coloring. It's got very rustic stone floor. And it's, it's very, 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 very inviting as far as company goes, not fancy, just very feng shui and very inviting. You want to walk in and there's like a bar area. That's all, uh, I think they call it live edge wood. So it's got a whole wood stone, you know, natural thing going on, no clutter. And it just says, sit down and have a glass of wine. That's the message and eat and, and drink some wine and laugh and talk. And I think that's what Sarah breadneck is getting to here it doesn't have to be a big money thing. It's a space thing, and it's and it's a um, uh, a vibe, and it's a and it's you know pleasing to the eye with which can be done with paint, which isn't that much money. Anyway, she starts with a quote from Alexander, uh, sorry Alexandra Stoddard, and this is in praise of the real life dining rooms. And she says, "When we are authentic, when we keep our spaces simple." simply beautiful living takes place. And as I'm sitting here on the couch right now, having this conversation with you, um, I can see, you know, cause it's all one space. Like I mentioned, looking over at our table, which is all cleared off. has a couple of red candles on these kind of iron holders. It all goes with, with the vibe and the theme. And even just looking over there, I can get super emotional thinking of, cause we raised the kids in, in this house and, uh they were over in that exact same spot with our five kids and their friends and my husband used to call them the drop by staylates. and the kids just we were that house where the kids wanted to be and um i was always making brownies and bought we bought pizzas on friday and things like that and i can still hear kind of the buzz of those years the happy buzz of all the all those Young voices and all that, you know, and then it morphed into the high school and the drama and then talking about sports and they get home late from baseball and My kids and their friends all sat in that spot buzz 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 And then we had when we had our adult friends buzz 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 and I, We definitely have what Sarah bread breadneck is talking about Which is the real life dining room and I love it. It's just got happiness and the zest of life just leaking from everywhere and I love it and so Sarah starts out by saying we all long to feel that our presence is welcome in the world usually we think of this only when we're invited into the homes of others but I've come to believe that what we want to need most of all is to experience a sense of welcome in our own homes she and I she's another one I would love to add to my do lunch at a bistro list for hours I know that Sarah and I would get along great and then she says and we're also we both love writing She says, I'm sitting at my dining room table as I write, waiting for a batch of brownies to come out of the oven. The handsome round oak table on which they cool is the hub of our family life. Um, From its sturdy center, soulful spokes of food, drink, conversation, conviviality, tradition, and memory sprout, finding outward expression in our daily round. I love how she put that because... Interestingly, when I started this podcast, I think, you know, I'm I'm not a huge planner of these. I kind of get inspired by reading something or somebody on YouTube or somebody in real life or being in the woods with Giovanni. It just comes to me or whatever. But I didn't go straight to the holidays. That's not what came to me first. And, of course, each and every Thanksgiving and Christmas and, and Easter and birthdays and all that were spent right in this whole area of upstairs, again, which is wide open a so wood stove in here and the ceilings are high and it's super conducive to lots of people i didn't jump straight to the special moments quote unquote you know my, you know all the holidays and stuff my my mind came straight to the everyday the sleepovers with the kids and and you know uh, after they had a theater performance or a sporting event and the kids all just being here often you know full of dirt if it was baseball or just full of excitement because it was a shakespeare play and just uh, the life, just the zest for life that was just in this room for so many years and still is. We're empty nesters now, um, newly, which is different, Uh, but it still happens. It's It's still here when everybody's back. So Sarah goes on to say, much more than eating takes place here. Newspapers are read, mail is sorted, conversations are started, homework is completed, Bills are paid. Cakes are iced. Income tax is computed. That is true. Flowers are arranged. Games are played. Confidences are shared. Family and friends are gathered. Here at this replica of the Greek goddess Hestia's round hearth, rites of passage are commemorated. Holidays are celebrated. Daily grace is offered. Minds, bodies, and spirits are nourished. Wow, I can just stay here for a while. I cannot tell you how many flower arrangements. I've done in the middle of that table. And again, it's picture super simple, big harvest table. It's probably it's at least 10 feet long, I'd say. And it's just there's there's no there's no like pattern on it. It's just basically a big slab of wood with two iron candle holdy things with red candles on them and very comfortable chairs with tall, comfortable backs. That's it. That's all that's in there. Pictures are on the mantle there and then there's the skis and the ski pictures and and stone floor and it and and so uh we talked about so flowers arranged my do- my husband does sit there and do the taxes and when we had the rona of pandemic we both worked um you know he worked over there i worked over on this end of the dining and the uh in the living room and the conversations i remember when the kids and the um i, I don't want to separate gender with the girls but it just happened to be true when there was all the drama going on in middle school and high school that's where the tears landed. Then they often went downstairs. I remember um, which daughter with, you know, who would break ups when they're, you know, 14 and just, you know, the puppy love and the 15 and 16. And then they, they would go to their freezer and they called it breakup ice cream. And one of their sisters was sobbing. Regardless of who pulled the plug on it, all there's tears everywhere. So that's where the breakup ice cream happened. And, you know, the scoops and the sauce and the whipped cream and the M&Ms, whatever else I had here, You know, and they did process all that stuff. That's where homework happened. That's where just so many things happened. And again, the emphasis is on the everyday. And it's so important um, to create the space, regardless of how much space you have. And again, the budget doesn't really matter. It's about making it inviting. So this is, we're talking about being in praise of real life, inviting spice of life dining rooms. So then Sarah Von Bradnick says here, again, author of Simple Abundance, says, Our dining room is an all-purpose room, as is ours. It anchors us all in the morning, in the evening, and in between. I love how she said anchor. I look at our harvest table, and it says anchor to me. It is. It's like an emotional, social, spiritual anchor. So she says, The passionate reality of this room, the simply beautiful living that takes place here every day, invokes reverence and begs for preservation. And then Sarah says, here generations of families are tangibly linked as China, crystal, and silver, passed from parents to children, are lovingly removed from open-shelved cupboards and placed on the table in a comforting reenactment of a timeless ritual of hospitality, homecoming, and wholeness. Victorian English novelist and Jewish scholar grace aquilar wrote in 1847 that quote the real is the sole foundation of the ideal end quote as i prepare this place and my heart to gratefully receive another authentic blessing i have often wondered if she divined this profound awakening in her dining room okay so that's it in praise of real life dining rooms this is kimberly quinn signing off from northern vermont in my living room. Have a mindful day.